Hello and welcome to the Medical Humanities Podcast, the official podcast of BMJ's Medical Humanities Journal. We invite you to listen in and join the conversation from academic discussions happening in our journal to interviews with filmmakers and artists and global perspectives on health and medicine from around the world. Stay up to date with public discussions that matter to medicine and to the humanities because life happens at the intersections. Hello and welcome to this edition of uh, the podcast interviews for Medical Humanities uh, online blogs. Uh, this is Kali Dali, the film and media uh, correspondent for Medical Humanities. I have the pleasure and honor to be here with Dr. Wissam al uh, the head of Drosos Foundation. Uh, Wissam is a doctor uh, who will talk to us about uh, the great work that she's doing in uh, social uh, care and health and well-being. Wissam. Can you introduce yourself and tell us about your extensive portfolio of work? Hi, Khalid. Thank you very much for having me today. Um, yeah, just to uh, explain a little bit, I've been uh, now five years with the uh, Drossos Foundation as the country director for Egypt. And uh, I'm a medical doctor by training and uh, have um, also a background in health systems management uh, from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. And um, just as a way of uh, background of how I ended up where I am now, uh, I've uh, actually started up uh, as a, a clinician focusing mostly on uh, audiology. Then I discovered that I'm dealing more with machines than with human beings. So uh, by, by mere chance, as I was uh, studying for my master's, I uh, got in touch with a person living with HIV, and uh, that started my interest to explore this uh, this area further. And um, then I joined um, several organizations for 12 years, mostly within the UN, working with UNICEF and UNAIDS uh, in Egypt and in Kenya, uh, focusing uh, primarily on HIV-AIDS before I um, uh, then uh, moved on to a wider development perspective with Drossos Foundation now focusing on, on various other development issues, but discovering that the, the same challenges and opportunities exist. So within my current role with, uh, with Drossos Foundation, I have uh, been working on lots of um, very interesting projects. Uh, that uh, tackle uh, lots of uh, medical issues, but within the wider sector of development and humanity. Uh, thank you so much, Wizam. T- tell us about your experience with HIV, and particularly uh, the stigma surrounding HIV in women in the Arab world, and your uh, pivotal role in making of the Egyptian film Asma. Working on HIV in, in Egypt uh, was a very... Um, um, interesting and challenging task, especially as it related to people who are living and affected by HIV. Uh, Because of the huge stigma that uh, people are facing, uh, the epidemic was running underground, and uh, that was particularly uh, even more for women, uh, where uh, people uh, who have been uh, um, tested positive for HIV were uh, receiving a lot of rejection from their families and uh, denying uh, denying access to um, medical care. And uh, one uh, one major story that affected me personally was the main uh, story that founded the, the movie Esme, where um, I collaborated with uh, a new scriptwriter back then. His name is Amr Salema, now a very famous director, uh, to write 
uh, a story about that to tackle the lives of women living with HIV and how they have to speak up for their rights to access healthcare and also be accepted by society without having to know how they contracted the infection. Uh, so that movie actually was, I think, a turning point, uh, not just in the, the lives of people that have uh, been affected by HIV because it gave them a lot of uh, hope and inspiration and courage, um, as it uh, really uh, uh, projected a very strong personality uh, a woman uh, from the Arab world, that's not usually the typical uh, perception. Um, and But at the same time, it was also uh, an eye-opener for uh, the public, both in Egypt and the Middle East and beyond, that have seen a human face to an epidemic that has been uh, basically uh, uh, so uh, discriminated against and um, uh, with a lot of misconception around. Um, I think from that point on, uh, uh, the, the, the issue of HIV has been a bit more human. In the reception of the film, not only in the Arab world, I remember the first time I saw the film at the London Film Festival, uh, it, was, um, it was met with a standing ovation for the uh, courageous themes it, 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 it uh, addressed, uh, the fact that you had a fantastic team, a well-made film, uh, Amr Salama, you mentioned the director of the film, and then Hind Sabri, who was the face of uh, Asma in the film. Again, having that team uh, getting together, that film, I think you were in the inspiration in the sense that you drove this team and you got this team together to make this film. How was that process for you as a doctor to approach uh, uh, people from a different background, filmmakers, and making them believe in the cause and the call for human rights for HIV? Uh, people with, with HIV? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think it, it actually took me quite some time for me to demedicalize myself. So to be a doctor that has uh, the medical background, but to also see people as human beings. Uh, so working on closer to people living with HIV, I, I was dealing with them from my heart. And I think that part of the reason why um, ESME came to life was uh, definitely because of a lot of luck, because uh, sometimes uh, you, that's what you just need, that you meet the right people and they come together. But also I would say that there's a lot of perseverance. I mean, this idea took over seven years to actually materialize. But it, it started since 2006, because uh, it took me two organizations. So I was first with UNICEF back then when the initial idea started and we were able to secure some funding for the development of the movie, and then I left UNICEF and joined UNAIDS where there wasn't a lot more resources, but uh, we took a different approach and worked on the script. Then we found people that were willing to fund it. And the fact that we were able to mobilize uh, uh, a key star in the Middle East like Hind Sabri uh, and to get her to be excited about this idea, of course, uh, I have to pay respects to her courage too because... Uh, um, it's not easy to be a, a famous actress and to uh, be uh, in a connotation with uh, a disease that's already so stigmatized. But at the same time, that was also a reason for so much hope and so much inspiration for a lot of, uh, a lot of people. Um, so yes, I mean, I think I give myself a little credit, that, uh, but also I, I am very grateful for everybody who was uh, participating. 
Thank you. I think we give you a lots of credit for the pivotal role you had in, in making the film a reality. Now, moving on from your role in ESMA and UNAIDS, United Nations AIDS program in Egypt and UNICEF, you moved to another organization where you continued developing uh, projects and supporting projects with uh, social uh, well-being and, 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 and health care in that um, wide uh, setting or definition. So tell us how you continued your journey in supporting uh, those causes. Yes, thank you. I mean, uh, with Drossos Foundation, we are looking at uh, uh, social and human development from a wider perspective. But as I mentioned, I I feel that the issues are very similar. And if you look at the, the original WHO, even definition of, of health, it's about uh, well-being uh, in general. So when we're working with marginalized populations like uh, prisoners or released uh, prisoners, uh, people with disabilities, extremely marginalized groups, uh, they definitely face not just their own specific um, uh, social uh, challenges, but they have wider uh, psychological and uh, societal uh, problems that have to be addressed for them to be actually productive citizens. So, for example, uh, we have um, uh, several projects working on the issue of integrating people with disabilities, both socially and economically. But even having to say that, uh, uh, one project, for example, is working with people with visual impairment, and uh, we're trying to replicate the model of uh, uh, dialogue in the dark, where uh, you have a group of visually impaired but well-trained facilitators that would switch roles with uh, just a general public, and uh, that they would guide them through complete darkness in an exhibition where they would, for two hours, experience what it's like to be in complete darkness, to cross the street, uh, to uh, ride on a bus, to... Uh, uh, get into an elevator if you're on a wheelchair. Um, and I think those ideas give you a lot of empathy and uh, makes you realize that we're not very different, but that you need to accommodate uh, everybody else to uh, integrate them in, into society as well. What's the next level for you are using uh, creative um, approaches to... Uh, you uh, worked on a short advert for some of these great uh, social uh, initiatives. But what's your vision for these um, projects to reach uh, uh, legislation or to, to get into different uh, regulations and laws protecting and, and supporting people with, uh, with uh, disabilities? There are several levels of intervention. So one is, uh, as you mentioned, some advocacy and awareness raising. So for example, uh, we have developed a, a one-minute TV spot using also the collaboration of famous stars, one like with Minna Shalabi, she's a very famous star in the Middle East, and uh, Ahmed Malik, who's a rising young uh, star as well. And in, those, in this one minute, they simulate, uh, you know, a, a visually impaired person or a person on a wheelchair that has to go through the, the crazy traffic of, uh, of Egypt, for example. And I think this one minute uh, video that was launched on social media and went viral with over uh, 8 million viewership within 24 hours, was really an eye-opener, and I think um, that the issue of people with disability is really on the on the agenda now. 
this year, for example, a, a law on people with disability has been issued in Egypt. Uh, it's considered to be the year of disability as announced by the, the head of state. And um, it's giving us a room for actually uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of action. The other thing that I also wanted to mention in relation to that, it, uh, it requires a lot of coalition building. So um, I think this is something we're very active on now to try to convene people. So for example, uh, to bring together uh, artists that would speak about the topic, to bring together policymakers, to bring together representatives of people with disability. For example, in a couple of weeks, we have um, an event that is celebrating the achievement of Omar Hegezi, who's a young um, person with disability. He lost one, uh, one uh, leg uh, in a car accident. And he has been able to make a tour in 10 days between Cairo, Jordan, and, and back to Egypt, uh, hiking, swimming, and on uh, 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 kayaking. Uh, and it's to really demonstrate that it is possible. So people with disability are productive. They can be productive. They don't need to be just sitting in their offices and they don't, we don't owe them just charity. No, they can be productive citizens as well. Challenging the, the stereotypes that uh, the society uh, have about, uh, societies have about the uh, role in the in society of the person with disability. And, and, and I would like now to move to a different uh, uh, subject and of course that I know it's very close to your heart, which is uh, women and and following on from asma and and the um, challenges that uh, women with with HIV face in the Arab world. I think you moved on to a different uh, area of championing uh, some of the uh, some of the women rights. Can you t tell us more about your current uh, projects? Yes, I mean it, this is a very timely discussion to talk about now since we're trying to uh, you know to uh, promote action on the 16 days of activism which starts on the 25th of November and end on Human Rights Day on uh, the 10th of December. And um, this is one of the topics I'm, I feel very passionate about especially where it relates to young uh, women and, and girls. We just recently launched uh, in partnership with several other organizations a huge campaign um, uh, against sexual harassment in, in Egypt, also using social media with um, a one-minute call for action uh, from uh, Egyptian celebrities and with the participation of several uh, government entities, including the National Council for Women, the, National, the Ministry of Sport and Ministry of Transportation. Um, and the idea of this campaign is to um, promote that there is a law against sexual harassment in Egypt, uh, to uh, uh, express how this has very negative social health and uh, um, societal uh, negative impact, uh, not just on the person who's being harassed, but on the entire society. So that's one topic. The other one is uh, also around issues related to violence against women at large. Uh, we have um, worked with an organization uh, that uh, is active on um, issues related to trafficking, and we um, produced one um, movie around early marriages in the Delta region called Sargi Margi, which basically means one, two, three, it's a count. Um, and it's to show three real stories. Uh, of course, the, the ending is, has been altered a little bit, but to show the the how... Um, forced marriages can have very negative um, impact uh, on, on those girls and their families as well. 
So, so these are great areas that you tackle uh, right across the board from uh, women to children to people with disability. So uh, what next? What's in the pipeline? There are several things in the pipeline. <laughs> we are focusing on uh, both creativity and on economic development, and we're trying to make the link between those two, two main sectors. So one, one of the very uh, interesting areas we are trying to, uh, to uh, test a little bit that was inspired after Guna Film Festival is uh, how we can uh, promote more uh, social causes that are featured in uh, movies. Um, we have uh, just recently, in collaboration with a partner of ours called Basita, launched a campaign to discover script writers that are willing to um, address a social cause of their choice and to compete for a small funding that would support them to produce a short movie. Um, and uh, we hope that one of the two topics will be selected, one uh, that has been shortlisted, one is about Down syndrome, and the other one is about bullying uh, in uh, schools. Thank you so much, Dr. Wissam. This is a, a great uh, exploration of the work you're doing and a great uh, interpretation of great areas that you, you're exploring in various uh, age groups, from children to women uh, to older people. I think you're working again uh, in, in such areas. So thank you so much for all this great work. Thank you for listening to the Medical Humanities Podcast. Stay in touch by reading the journal or our blog online. Just follow the links in the episode description. We're also on Twitter at medhams underscore BMJ or find us on Facebook. Until next time. Yeah.